0: Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus today, pre-market podcast on Monday, the 18th of September, and a busy week of central bank decisions ahead of us. This is general advice only, not to be confused with advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. And Wall Street, as you doubtless saw in my weekend newsletter, saw the Dow Jones down 289 points, closing near its low of down 335, S&P 500 down 1.22%, and the NASDAQ disappointingly down 1.56% and that has left the futures this morning down 41%. And I'm looking for something specific for why the tech stocks fell over, but there is just general sort of chatter about tech being a crowded trade and overbought. Anyway, a few of the big tech stocks took quite big tumbles on Friday. NVIDIA down 3.7%, AMD down 4.8%, Meta down 3.7%, Amazon down 3%, Microsoft 2.5%, Adobe 4.2%, you get the idea. Financials also lower in the US, not by a lot. It was really a tech sell-off rather than anything else, which is rather annoying considering we hold long NASDAQ and the FANG in our ideas portfolio. The good news is that the resources sector, which had a fabulous week last week, the sector was up 3.8% last week, Fortescue was up 9.4% last week, BHP 5.8%, Rio 7%. And all that comes on the back of a, I'm not sure it's optimism, it's more a bottoming in the pessimism about the Chinese economy and a solid rise in the iron ore price last week, which reflects efforts by the Chinese to stimulate their economy, including another cut in the RRR, Reserve Requirement Rate, which is how much cash the banks have to hold in Reserve. In China, they cut that by 0.25%. Freeze the banks up to lend more. And on the back of that last week, we saw the iron ore price have a solid rally and the resources sector as well. The other sector doing rather nicely last week was the bank sector up 2.87%, CBA up 2.3%, NAB up 3.6%. That's a big move. ANZ up 3.1%, Westpac up 2.8%. So at the big end of town in Australia, looking okay, banks and resources last week. And we have a tech sector, which is, what? percent Let me have a look. The information technology sector, 2.4% of our market. And if you look at the US market, information technology sector, 28.2% of their market. So our biggest sectors are financials 28.4% and materials 24%. Their biggest sectors, IT 28%, healthcare 13%, financials 12%. So our market is like a rock in a sock of banks and big resources. The other event that might explain a bit of the volatility in tech stocks on Friday was the US has four triple witching dates. These are quarterly dates when you see options, contracts, index options, and index futures all expire on the same day. So 15th of September was one of the four days this year, so last Friday, and it was described as a $4 trillion event. And institutional traders' roll over all their futures contracts and that creates a load of volume sometimes 50% higher than average, especially in the last trading hour of the day. So that went through on Friday and may explain some of the share price movements in tech. It's been a fabulous quarter for big tech. But excuses aside for why Wall Street fell over, truth of the matter is our futures are down 41 this morning and that follows a 122-point rise in the ASX 200 last week. The good news this morning is that the resources in the US held on to their gains from last week. So on Friday in the US, BHP was actually up 0.09% and Rio was down 0.27%. They were both up in the UK. So holding on to gains, not a lot of action elsewhere in the US resources sector, except for gold stocks, Newmont, Barrick, both up 2%. One of the headlines this morning was gold rises 1% on US dollar weakness safe haven demand. US dollar index was down a tiny touch point. 0.07% on Friday. Other things going around. Most of the metal prices were down a little bit on Friday. Oil price was up a little bit. Gold price up 0.72%. And that was about that. A few little stories around. One was capital economics saying we think the recent rally in the iron ore price will soon go into reverse. They say the boom in steel demand in China is temporary. Some other, let's stick to commodities for the moment. Singapore iron ore logs best week in three months on China stimulus. Iron ore stockpiles at Chinese ports have fallen to their lowest level in more than three years. This is not a headline some of you want to hear. China lithium price sinks on lacklustre demand rising supplies. Lithium price the one feature last week amidst a resources boom. Lithium was down 6.98% if you can believe the particular lithium price that we track. Other market headlines. Wall Street tumbles. Treasury. Treasury yields gain as focus turns to Fed. There's a Fed meeting this week. 97% chance of no rate rise. That'll be out Thursday morning, I think, our time. Quite a few strategists coming around to the idea that the Fed have already hit the top on rates. Bank of America survey shows 25.3 billion US dollars flowed into global stocks last week, the most since March 2022. 10 year bond yield, by the way, up five basis points on Friday. All S&P 500 sectors fell, technology down 1.45%. One of the drivers on Friday as well was the Union of Auto Workers strike on Friday. They had talks on Saturday, which apparently went okay, but they are in the third day of their strike now. Ford announced 600 job cuts related to the strike. Chinese gold demand soars on economic worries and weaker currency. China's economy shows signs of stabilizing property slump Threatens outlook Copper posts weekly gain on positive Chinese industrial data China aluminium output hits record monthly high in August Other headlines relate to the Libyan floods Kim Jong-un visiting North Korea Spent a week there And new headlines today Bank of England readies what may be its final rate hike So Bank of England this week Bank of Japan this week And the FOMC this week Economists predict Bank of England to hike for the last time this week Strategists continue to raise S&P 500 year-end price targets. That's what we like to see. Goldman Sachs strategists say Fed unlikely to hike in November. SoftBank looking to invest tens of billions in AI. And there we go. For anyone who didn't read the weekend newsletter, let me just point out, we are now 4.62% below the post-pandemic high. So we've spent, and let me say this, we are up 1.14% since. ...since the pre-pandemic high... So we have spent three years and seven months going up 1.14%. As any broker will tell you, it doesn't matter if the market falls a lot. For instance, the the pandemic collapse, what was that, 35% in 30 days, was a fantastic opportunity, if you could avoid the drop, of course, as Doubtless Marcus Today members did. We timed that rather perfectly. So the stock market dropping is a fabulous opportunity. But what is absolutely a cancer for the market is the market going nowhere for a long period of time. And here we are with over three years, seven months going nowhere since March 2020. We really could do with a bull market. We haven't had one for over three years. Well, apart from the pandemic recovery, I had hoped that the peak on interest rates would start a new bull market. It's a bit of a vain hope, I have to say, but we might be getting to that sort of pivot point until we do. My strategy portfolio is going to remain in cash, I think, for the moment. And we've caught it really rather nicely so far. For the moment, this rally we saw last week is very much a resources and particularly a iron ore rally, not a market rally. So it's not really a bull market. It's a turning point in resources. So we've caught that nicely in our ideas portfolio, but we're a long way away from a bull market at this point in time. Let's see what a big week of central bank mutterings can do for us. Other things happening for us. We've got options expiry on Thursday. Is it this thursday or was it last thursday i think it's this thursday in australia we've got uk c cpi and ppi on wednesday we've got rba minutes on Tuesday tomorrow Bank of England Thursday Bank of Japan Friday and we're running into the buffers on ex-dividends Cochlear and Flight Center ex-dividend this week and that's about that not much happening next weekend the weekend after of course we've got the Victorian state holiday on Friday the other states having a holiday on Monday the AFL grand final in the middle and the clocks go forward forward we lose an hour on the 1st of October good that's about that well hopefully resources will hold us up a little bit otherwise futures down 41 this morning bit of profit taking after a good week last week let's see how it develops this week you have yourselves a fabulous morning there is no members podcast today marcus needs a break i'm working six days a week there won't be much to say anyway i don't think and that's about that